else with uh, reporting data is I'll, I'll, I'll give you my spiel and this leads obviously into transit gear a lot. Is this the next episode? This is the next episode. We're doing the next episode. Oh, we're just we're smashing these out, man. Love it. Go. Well, we were talking we were talking before about um, performance reporting and you got these big companies that maybe spend too much money. Who knows? We don't actually know people's faces who are being thrown that kind of money to do it. We'd probably do it as well. Don't worry. It might happen in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got so, <laughs> yeah, we got you got these big companies spending big money on collecting data and AI and all sorts of fancy shit. But my my belief in this is these are one percent companies. These are one percent of companies in the world doing this really advanced shit. Absolutely. And ninety nine percent of them are still on are still on Microsoft Excel. Mate, they're on Excel. They're doing paper. It's just it's basically it's, it's simple. And so it's very difficult to move away from that. Yeah, and my whole premise here and what I'm trying it's to get at is stamps. You know, some people still use faxes. Yep. Believe it or not. Yep. It's yeah. Crazy. My last twenty eighteen. In my last business, they were still using faxes. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. But my whole, my whole, uh, the whole point of what I'm saying is, these little companies, or, or no, not these little companies. I go from a different angle. My point is that performance reporting is really effective if you have a good system to collect and use that data. Like it doesn't have to be one system. You can have best and breed in different areas, but business systems are what actually help you uh, collect, analyze, and actually, you know, configure a system to make your business perform better, which is which is my introduction to business systems <laughs> by the Lemon Post. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, Jesse. Thanks for having me, Christian. <laughs> Again. <laughs> um, I'm glad I have a friend. We have, we have each other, mate. We always have each other. Oh, the romance continues. <laughs> Um, we're talking about business systems today. We're talking about business systems in, a, in obviously the supply chain context and how it works. Uh, let look at my notes here. What have we got? Christian, why is this important? It's important. It's very important. I, I would say this is, this is very important because one, it's maybe not understood, but two, it's probably the most impactful thing on, on, on the performance of your business. It's your business systems. And I'm talking not systems just as a all right, I just described systems purely as a technology, which, you know, whether it's an Excel or more advanced, it's purely technical. No, a business system is uh, a process, any process that your business undertakes. I would say that the biggest impact, um, I have to disagree with that. What I would mean? say that the biggest impact um, on your business is your customers. Yes. Because that drives everything. Suppose from an operational perspective. <laughs> That's how I'm going to win this back. I'm going to win it back by changing the rules. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, breaking it's rules. what? All right, fine. I'll do breaking the, I'll, rules. Hashtag breaking, breaking rules. I'll do the politically, politically nice way. I'll say breaking one of the biggest impact is on your business is your processes. So your business systems, whether it's how you serve a customer, which is a system in itself, because if you go, you have to serve a customer this way, is that's it, a system. Is it everything in a business serving a customer? No, or should, yeah, or yeah. In a, in a way, like you're serving internal customers, serving external. But customers. ultimately, by serving an internal customer, you're you're helping facilitate a process which ultimately facilitates downstream. Yes, you should. Customer. That's that's the general idea. Yeah. That's what I would agree with that. Unless unless it's investors. Yeah, <laughs> but but then that's the stuff we don't know about. But then that. <laughs> but then that should still be that should still be helping customers. Um. Absolutely, absolutely. Everything that business does. This is why I don't really understand the whole. They should be putting customers in the 
Yeah. Well, the thing I don't understand is whether some people have, um, they show up to work and they're a bit bored or they're like, they just work slow or they just can't give a fuck. I don't understand that because, you know, but I don't understand it. Why would you do that? It's like you get paid when the company gets paid. So why would you make a company sort of work slower? No, that's right. There's a lot of people who... Take the, take the piss. Well... I, look, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, everyone should work harder and, you know, not going to go crazy. Want. Depends on what you want. It depends on your, on your attitude, but like in general, let's face it, a business that makes money is not a charity, it's there to make money, and it makes money by serving its customers. So helping people. if you're effectively your job, and, and as we were just saying, it triples down to serve the customer, the company gets paid, which means your wages get paid. So why would you fuck that up? Anyway, that's my, that's my yeah. productivity. Uh-huh, that's brand. a very, very capitalistic. Um, it is a bit capitalistic, isn't it? Yeah. Which is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, no, business systems. Business well. systems. We, we, uh, there's the physical, uh, like logistics, really, really simple example is, will be a really simple example. If you're managing uh, inventory, oh, quite managing well. inventory? No, we'll do transport. Transport is different. Because transport, transport is a process of, you got the physical process, and for every physical process in logistics, there's at Collection least... of goods and distribution. Yeah, well, let's say you're picking something up from your garage warehouse, and you're taking it to your customer. The process is, you load... You package the goods, you put it into into your car. Car, you slash, drive it around. Slash Uber, slash whatever. Slash whatever. You, slash Airtask, slash. But you take it from Uber. your garage, you pack it yep. up, and you put it in the car. That's a process, yep. right? That's the analog version. That's the hardware version of it, and the digital version of it is all right. You get a, a screen that tells you what to pack. You confirm that you packed it. You uh, confirm that you labeled it correctly, and then you chuck it on the van, and you and you add the serial tracking number. That's the digital process. Yep. And then you can synthesize that further by you know, really cool technology and whatever. But that is a really basic example. You accomplish the physical process as well as the digital one. They work in hand in hand. And that is the business process. That's what we're trying to describe. So for, you know, there's whiskey sources, <laughs> distribution method. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, it's, there's lots of different ways to do it. I suppose sticking with the food example, just to get this point really across. Is uh, Uber Eats is 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 a good one. Mm. I love Uber Eats. I'm hungry. I'm starving, man. I can't concentrate anymore. We've got to wrap this shit up. <laughs> you I'm can't say that in the episode. Come on. Oh, you can it's my it's my podcast. Do what I want. It's true. I'm hungry. Are we gonna at least offer our listeners something? Whiskey sauce. Eleven <laughs> ten. I'll be happy. You know to. what? I'm not gonna offer that anymore because I'm over. I'm selling <laughs> something that not only can't deliver because it doesn't exist. <laughs> It does. Three weeks to yeah, build a website. People can They can just contact me directly. What's, do you really want to put your email out? Through this podcast. Oh, yeah. Like, just get in they, touch. Yeah, if you want some whiskey sauce. Just get in touch. So all of your whiskey sauce is going to be co-branded with lemon. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, you just got to put a sticker on everything, guy, And everyone will go, Why is there a lemon on this? Yeah, why is there a lemon? I thought it was whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, that's, that's good. I think we covered it all. Did we do that? Business systems, yeah. Business systems. The system is physical or it's digital. Overall, it's, it's we the give process. You examples of subsystems. Um, some some. Um, yeah. Well, what type of example? Well, uh, an actual application. In logistics, or yeah, in just what people can use and understand. Well, well, look at it. Okay, I'm talking about SAP. I'm talking about Oracle. I'm talking about. They're the huge ones. Yeah. Yeah, and and then. Have you got examples of other ones? 
Yeah. Well, it depends what you want to do for for a commercial grade operation in in, um, in a warehouse. A warehouse. Oh, yeah. There's people that say you could build your own system, but WMS. You can build your own WMS warehouse management system, but to be honest, it's a pretty not wise idea because the amount of intricacies that you see in a good system takes so long to refine. And with software, the more complicated the program, the more maintenance it requires. So the bigger the machine, the more oil and you know squeaks and everything you have to maintain. So building your own system, sure, not a bad idea in some circumstances, but in, in many circumstances, I would say it's a, there's better ways to do it. Especially now, the more advanced systems get, uh, the more cost-effective and functional it, it is for you to set up a deal with a with, with the systems partner. Like for warehouse management, Paypalist is the best one I've used in Australia. It's just, it looks like a the old UI. I haven't seen the new UI. It looks like a it looks a bit it's green screen, but it works extremely well. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I described it. I used to when I because I used it when I first studied when I did my cadetship in logistics. I was looking at it going, this is so shit, there must be a better way. It's such a crap system. But then I'm afraid of endorsement. No, but then you use yeah. it and the two things. One, it always works. Like the way we had it set up, it did not break. And the way I, the way I, the metaphor I came up with it was it was like a it was like a train. And it's like a steam train. Maybe not the prettiest thing, but it just kept on working. It right. keeps bloody working. It does not stop. It's very good. Um so then I went and saw other systems and, and saw how they worked and whatnot, and you just look at it and you go, fuck, I wish it was as good as paperless. Wow. That's it. Like, and, they, and then, oh, there's a whole story to it, but we, we saw the new version once, like the brand, because we were using a couple of versions old, we saw the brand new one, and they had something simple like the barcode of the manifest on the manifest, so you could scan it rather than type it in, and it was like such a little thing, and it's still to this day, I still remember, it was like five, six years ago, I still remember, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Because so awesome. I did the admin stuff as well, so yeah. it's in the warehouse. I did the admin stuff as well, and you have to type that shit in the whole time. And you go, "How good would it be to have a barcode?" We show up to this meeting, and here's a barcode, and they put it in my mind. I still remember. It's awesome. One of the best things. It's great execution for an example. It is. They've, they've got a very good system. There's other ones out there, you know, but that's the only. I won't overcomplicate by talking about too many. Um, transport management. Transport management is a really interesting one because. You have every Tom, Dick, and Harry thing, they can make a transport system, but it's arguably more complicated than a warehousing system because you have to deal with not only restrictions to what the system can do, there's road restrictions, there's weight restrictions, there's driver fatigue management, all of these nuances which have to be considered by law and businesses' policies as well. There are different ways to go about it. Um, and the, the really interesting thing about transport management systems right now is you have these big dogs like Oracle and SAP, which will give you a transport management system for the cost of your kidney, your liver, and all your lungs, um, which is fine. That's their model. Um, but then you have the really interesting thing is if you look at lower down on the spectrum, you've got companies like Uber Freight, which has a huge database. They have more data on traffic movements and hotspots of, of where, da- where traffic is and where freight's coming from. They're arguably the greatest placed company ever to build a freight management solution. Yep. So it's really interesting. You've got these little companies which consolidate orders. You've got little companies which will tell you um, exactly where it is, tracking. It's, fan- it's fantastic. Come out. It's amazing how much uh, competition there is in the transport space. And 
it's brilliant because what you ultimately see is that it's almost like a race for um, actionable um, data. Yeah. Because the company that has the most actionable data, i.e. data that can be used to, to add value to society, will win. Yeah. And in, and in the logistics space and in the, in the people and, and goods movement space, you, you could almost argue that Uber um, has that. Well, the, the thing about Uber is it's uh, it, if it, it's if like you, a commercial-grade product for consumers. They've got this really weird hybrid where they've got something which you consume as a, as a, as a retail sort of consumer, right? You order a car and it'll take you home. But they made it so easy to be a driver to expand their network that they've sort of blurred that line between this is the service provider versus this is the consumer. And it's that whole business, uh, a business-grade system to a customer. And they've sort of got this amazing sweet spot. It's just such a, such a frictionless machine. It's a frictionless machine. It's, it's got such a sweet spot in being able to go, all right, we have more data on this specific subject than anyone else, and we have the users directly already using our stuff. So why don't we just move into freight? So look, there are different. It's a different ball game to do commercial grade logistics. This chain of responsibility, yeah. fatigue management, taken much more seriously. They have fatigue management in, in already. All, all like all these things are taken much more seriously. Um, and if they keep getting sued, who knows how they'll go? But uh, look, they're very well placed to to properly properly mix it up and, and create really what I think is the future of of supply chain, which is standardized systems, just like the container. I think digital will do, follow the same route and create standardized systems for like different... Like what Julian's doing over at... Um, what's that? Like what Julian's doing over at BlockRate. Well, slightly different angle, but yeah. So I think I think that's the future of supply chain in terms of a systems perspective. It's, it's standardized systems which yeah. are very easy to use. So you're working for company A today, you leave there, you work for company E, F, G, H, whatever. You want to it's know. the same process because it's more efficient to scale somebody that way. It's more efficient to get them up to speed and they're doing the same job they were doing. I stopped it. Mm. Um, I, I, they're doing the, you're doing the same job that you were there, granted with slightly different variations, but yeah. the core of what you're doing is the same. And yes, logistics will get more technical, the more robots and AI and everything else that comes into it, but the core premise of what you're trying to do is still extremely simple and it's still down to people still get something from somewhere to somewhere else. There's nothing more complicated than that. Yeah. And the way you do that at scale becomes more um, entrenched in what technology is capable of. Mm -hmm. I think, the, for me, the most interesting way of looking at it is what would the world look like from day one mm -hmm. if there was full internet penetration at scale? How would logistics work? That's an interesting question. So, like, everyone has internet. Full internet penetration. Everyone does have internet. Though. Yeah, so full internet penetration from, from day one, how would it look? So, we've gone, the world has gone literally from an offline world to an online world. Yeah. Right? Businesses are like, what the fuck? How do we transition from an offline world to an online world? So, there's this, there's this, there's this um, transition happening at the moment. Yeah. But no one understands the full capabilities of this online world. But if that traditional world never existed, and day one, when everybody woke up, it was full, full intent penetration and, and effectively unlimited opportunities and possibilities, how would it work? How would it logistics work? Exactly. 
No, well, it's it's just it's just I think it's just something it's just something to open up. It's a good question. People's and minds with because because that that is really the the um, the thinking um, I, I believe that um, that can underpin the innovations. Well, there's two points to it. In the one hand, you have it's an interesting concept, but it needs to be considered that to get to full penetration, you first had to create all the supporting technologies. Like to collect big data, you first had to invent sensors that go into everything. So you have to have, you, you have to have both things. Having just the cables is, is not enough. You need to have everything else as well. So let, and that's the entire infrastructure. Let's just say we've got a tick against data collection and a tick against internet. Let's just assume that that shit's just leveled. And there was unlimited just transfer of data and yep. whatever you want. That was just unlimited. In a, in a hype, like, oh, I'll try. I know you're not asking. You're just saying like a like a hypothetical. Yeah, question. it's a hypo. But I will try and answer it because it's an interesting question. Really, I don't, I need to think about it. But straight off the bat, you would have you'd have much more advanced processes for the across the board. You'd have much more advanced uh, ap- uh, approaches to the same problems. So you wouldn't be doing stock takes fifty times a day. You'd, you'd be working on higher value add stuff. That's right, because if you had all the data collection and information available. You would know if something was picked correctly or incorrectly, and if there's a stock check needed, like that wouldn't be necessary. If you want to do a really high, like you can go into a lot of detail, but if you want to do a really hypothetical example, yeah, if you knew exactly what a carton has, where it has moved, let's say you've got RFID across the IoT, across the sensors, and, and um, convergence, visual, convergence of tech. If you have all, if you have complete traceability of everything that's going on, one, you could remove something simple like stock checks and you'd remove them by 99% because you knew you know exactly where that carton is moving you know exactly where it is and you know exactly where it's going the entire traceability of that one item let's say it's one case for your phone you know exactly where it is so if you had full traceability of information that's what you'd get um, the the other thing is you would I had an idea but I forgot it yeah I forgot I can't remember something it's an interesting question though I think we should uh, I think we should ask some feedback yeah we should ask for some feedback let's, let's, let's if you have an idea send us a message at what is it connect at the lemonpost.com or go on uh, Facebook Facebook we'll go on Facebook <laughs> anyway we're done so we're, we're done rambling about this now uh, alright we're done see you later have fun see you folks thanks for tuning into the lemon post yeah it was a good song. getting a bit lemony <laughs>